because he was beating himself up saying, I should have told you, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize that mom didn't tell you. I said, look, dude, it's not your responsibility to tell me what your mom is going to be doing. This is a conversation that your mom and I should have had a long time ago. So do not feel like this is any of your fault. Go have fun and enjoy your time up there. But I can't, I just can't go with you. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. All right, you guys, we are in the third week of my bold birthday giveaway, and I am so excited to be giving you guys some of my favorite things. And so this week, to follow with the previous weeks, I am giving away a journal. We're going to give away a Boldology journal this week, as well as some of my favorite pins, some of my favorite nail things, lipstick, foot soaks, and a mug that I love and use every day for my tea in the mornings. And I will be sending you some of my favorite tea as well. So if you want to be entered to win, go to our Instagram and follow us there or join my Facebook group, The Bold Action Takers. There are links for both of those in our show notes so that you can get signed up there. And we'll be updating you on how you can win these things, how you can get entries into the giveaway on those. Also, as always, if you leave us a rating and review, then you are automatically entered into that giveaway as well. I wanted to tell you a couple other things that I am just giving away right now as well. First of all, we are giving away some phone backgrounds for you guys. So if you want to have a Bold Logic phone background, go check them out. There's different ones to pick from, and you can pick the one you like and put it as your screensaver, and then you can switch them out. Then they're just ones that are going to be words of affirmation that are going to remind you that you are doing awesome and that you are bold and to take bold action. So you can go find those in our show notes as well. There's a link to those. We also have the bulletin that if you register to be on our bulletin board, you will be able to be entered into our giveaway and it will keep you up to date on all the things we have going on, whether it's giveaways, whether it's special offers that we have, free things. And sometimes I even drop special stories that we don't include on the podcast in there, things that maybe we didn't feel we wanted to put out there in the podcast, but you can find in our emails. So go sign up for that if you're interested. We also right now have one-on-one clarity calls going on with me. So if you are wondering where you want to take bold action or you've ever thought, I would love to get on a phone call with Jessica and ask her about these things, I am giving away free phone calls. I'm doing four of them each week. So if you are interested, run to get those right now because they will not be around for long, but they are free calls that you can get on with me, bold clarity calls, and I would love to chat with you. So all of these things are in the show notes. You can go find it there. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it in our Facebook group, wherever is convenient for you. I just hope to see you along the way. And I hope that you have an awesome week and that you enjoy our giveaways. Oh, one last thing before we get into it. Also, my live lesson this month is on March 25th. I said it wrong last week or maybe the week before or who knows, maybe every time, but is on March 25th and it is 
going to be all about setting bold boundaries to protect and keep your sense of self. But this month, I will be giving away a bunch of prizes and I'll give away something for anybody who shows up to that, as well as a couple extra bonus prizes thrown in there as well. So I hope to see you there. So many great opportunities to connect with you guys and so many things that we just wanted to give away and share with you this month, as we always do, but we're adding a little extra this month. So go connect with us in one of those places and enjoy today's episode. Bah humbug. (laughs) Why are you all bah humbug about this? I'm not. Jessica is like not in the mood to record. This is a first. And Matt and I both are. Yeah. So that's another first. That's what I'm saying. It's a first. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. It's not my birthday. It's your birthday month. It is my birthday month. <laughs> yeah. And you can celebrate with me in a couple now, ways. Now, because we record these in advance, now your birthday month has extended. Has, now it's part of February, too. <laughs> this was her whole ploy. How can I extend my birthday to a whole year? No, I, <laughs> it's my Start birthday year. I'm sorry. If you but, do a birthday year, it loses its effect. Then it's a birthday decade. No. <laughs> no. This is the decade of my birthday. The longest you can go is a month. <laughs> ten of them, actually. <laughs> We're celebrating all ten of my birthdays. And yet, it's not even March yet, and we have talked about your birthday month three times. We've been talking about your birthday month for three weeks, and it's not even March So yet. in real life, you're talking in about our not, In not our in, time. Not in fake time for Not in life. fake, yeah, not in podcast time. Nice. Steve's well, usually the one confused about what the heck was just said. I have no idea what you just meant. <laughs> I mean, today is yes. actually still February, but this is like the third time we've recorded and talked about your birthday month, and it's still only February. 21st, exactly. All right, I'm going to go ahead and read a review. How about okay. that? Yes. This is a good one. It says, what a fun bunch! Exclamation point. Are we like we think so. the Brady Bunch? Fun bunch? Good one. No, we don't have enough kids. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting conversations that allow you to see different perspectives in an entertaining way. Hmm. That's what we're here for, y'all. I almost feel like I just read a a fortune cookie. Fortune cookie the other night. (laughs) It wasn't my fortune cookie. It was someone else's fortune cookie, but it legit said. Was this on Valentine's night? No, this was Friday night. (laughs) But it was one of my really good dates that I was telling you about. But his fortune cookie said... You will have another fortune cookie. <laughs> really? <laughs> so did he? I gave him mine. I thought he was joking. And then I was like, okay, what does it really say? He's I... like, no, that's what it says. I would definitely cash that in to get another one. Right. Yeah. I Too bad like it was takeout. You owe me Bummer. an oh. We were at my house. We weren't at the restaurant. Dang, Dang it. it. You should have made him deliver you another cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what would make all of my birthday dreams come true, guys? What? So if we hit 200 ratings and reviews by the end of March. What do we have now? 191. Oh. As of right this moment. we just barely had a goal to get to 100. No, we had a goal to get to 200. Oh. We're still not there, and that's okay. Yeah. But you know what? That'd be pretty cool. I bet we will by the end of your birthday month. You think so? hmm Challenge accepted. I can't do anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> but you, as our listeners, can. So if you feel so inclined, go leave a rating and a review. It totally helps us out. And you know who else it helps out? Our children who listen to this later in their lives. That's right. Or later this week. Or later this in week. Hank's case. <laughs> yes. Only one of them that we know of. I like what Matt kicks into his podcaster voice. Like, yeah, I do too. Look oh, at yeah? him. Uh, you <laughs> were just talking about reviews. You very much were like, 
That did not sound like <laughs> that. Nope, it didn't. But that's what I think of when I think of a podcast name voice. <laughs> also, I feel like most of our listeners, at least a bunch of them that have told me this, that they were listening for several episodes before they realized, one, Matt was your husband. Two, he was the, well, that he wasn't just the moderator to the podcast. Oh. If they started at the beginning. Yeah. And that he wasn't like a hired podcaster to do the intro because of his voice. <laughs> No, <laughs> or hired whatever I don't know. No hidden talents I didn't know Matt had until we started this podcast was Matt's podcasting voice and making farts with my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> she probably knew about that one. I didn't know that was a thing. Now you're yeah. gonna have to show me after we're done. Are you serious? I'm gonna show you right now. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, I feel like everyone should just skip the first five minutes. No, of no, 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 episodes. No. no, this is the thing: is people like hearing us that's why they're here <laughs> they wouldn't be this, this is, far in if they didn't honestly, enjoy the randomness honestly this is how we get comfortable with each other before we record right and i think people like that too right people have told us several times that oh, i love listening to you because i feel like i'm on the couch with you guys having this conversation somebody told me when we were talking about ultra marathons the other day and we weren't sure how long your actual marathon thing that we were training for they were was. like yelling at the radio they were yelling at the radio <laughs> like I know this. <laughs> Someone sent me the definition. Yeah. Anything longer than a traditional marathon is Considered falls in the category ultra? of ultra marathon. So anything See? longer than 26 point whatever. So people are connecting with <laughs> what us, is it? 26, it's not 26, 26 point whatever. whatever. What is it? 26 point what? <laughs> two. Two? 26.2. Anything longer than 26.2 miles is an ultra. So Steve, what you should get from this is that this is a time that people connect with us as well. All right. <laughs> it's not just in our crazy stories that we share it's that they get to connect with us and our daily stories <laughs> so moving on to different stories let's talk about encounters with Anne after oh, the case is closed i thought you guys wanted to talk about moab i wanted to hear about matt's experience in moab but that's you poo-pooed it is that gonna be fun well you guys can talk that? about whatever you want I Just really tell enjoyed us Moab. What did you do in Moab? I really enjoyed Moab. What did you do? Moab. So this was the first time I had ever been to Moab. I've seen pictures. Who hasn't seen pictures of Moab, right? Pictures will never do Moab justice. Like as you're coming down into the canyon or I feel like my pictures would do Moab justice. <laughs> approaching <laughs> coming into the Moab area it's is amazing. absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And if you've never been, I would highly encourage you to go. Just experience it. So what did you guys do? Did you do a loop? We did a mountain bike loop. Which um, one? It was the loop that we did is called, oh, it just slipped my mind. Uh, I have no idea. So don't look at me. Who were you with? I was with uh, Jessica's brother. So my brother-in-law, Jed. And the kids. And boys. Hank and Jed's son, who is also Hank's age. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Is he that old? Yeah. Wow. They're like <laughs> three or four months apart. I, f- I forget that your nieces and nephews didn't just stop growing. Yeah, when. they done growed up. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking up the name of the trail, Matt? Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like Steve and I should share about our first trip to Moab. Oh, I, I had another Moab trip I was going to share about. But <laughs> Do you I... remember our first trip? Yeah, we camped. Right after... Our honeymoon. No, no, it wasn't right after honeymoon. It was right ish. after we went on that cruise that your yeah, work paid for. Our honeymoon-ish. On. Our second honeymoon. And so it was the second it was honeymoon a, work, a little bit It later. was a work cruise. Yeah. 
a but, few months after we were married. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to Don't Moab details, right after. We and we went in my Jeep. We slept mm-hmm. in the back of the Jeep. We tried to sleep in a tent and it was too dang cold. Oh. We had to get in the Jeep <laughs> and start the engine like every two hours so that we didn't die <laughs> in Moab. It was February. And it so was, it was like about this time that we went. Negative yeah. 60. Yeah, negative 60. <laughs> what it felt it was like. Not negative 60. So who was but cold? But didn't we sleep on the Steve, side of the cold? road or something? Why? Or did we just pull over and have a little fun on the side of the road on the drive home? I think oh that's my gosh. what happened. <laughs> what? I was totally thinking we camped on the side of the road, but we didn't. I had forgotten about we that. We just stopped for a little I fun. I never knew about this. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Like <laughs> yeah, we pulled over to the side of the road. Yep. Couldn't... Climbed into back the back of the car. The Jeep? Yep. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's the main memory I guess I have. At least from we Moab. stopped. Yeah, we didn't keep driving. <laughs> Gotta keep it safe. Have there been other times where you didn't stop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were driving out east. Is that when that was? No, we were married then, so it couldn't have been then. We were driving somewhere, some long road trip. We were married when it happened. Yeah. So why does it matter? No, it was... we weren't married when we were driving out east. We were married when this thing I'm thinking of happened. <laughs> okay, what is this thing you're thinking of, Steve? When We were, when we, we never drove out east when we weren't married. Okay. You did. Scratch that yourself. whole thing then. That was hard. Yeah. But no, there was another time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't need to get into details. No, we don't. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, that's awesome. I think I've actually talked to you about it before, Matt. Well, yeah. You had mentioned the fact that there, <laughs> there, there was no details, though. So, that's okay. Things we don't happened have to go, okay. while we were driving. <laughs> so, back to Moab. Moab. Matt, what was the name of the trail you went on? Did you guys finish your story? Because yeah, I it. feel like yeah, it we went stayed like two nights in Moab and apparently parked on the side of the road to cool. have a quickie and then head home. <laughs> I do have another Moab story though. After your Moab, cool story, story guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we did the the uh, Bull Run Trail and we did a loop to get away back up to the truck. So it was a total of about seventeen miles, and um, that terrain's rough. Seventeen miles on slick rock stuff. Yeah. It was good uh good trip. I think it's funny that they call it slick rock because it is not slick rock. Do you know it why the they call it an- slick rock? It is like the opposite of slick. It is like the most yeah, but anti-slick. Do you know why they call it slick no. rock? So it got its name when the pioneers came through and they had their wagons that was their wagon wheels were what was on the outside of their wagon metal. wheels? Metal. Metal. So try putting a metal wheel on that rock. Mm. So it just slid. Slick rock. You put a rubber tire on it, though. It sticks like You can like climb glue. up anything yeah. on your mountain bike. One of the fun parts of, of our loop was we had about three more miles to go <laughs> to, to get back to the truck. And, well, one, I had a mechanical on my bike, which I was not happy about. There mechanical air. A mechanical on my bike. What does to that me, mean? that wouldn't, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, uh, it means that my bike was broken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you <laughs> so can only, only use had, one gear. I only had one gear. And so climbing back up and out of this trail, like I had to keep my momentum in order to get up some of the stuff, some of the what rocks. What gear were you stuck in? The middle one. Wow. So it was it was a pretty hard Your gear. middle chain ring then? My middle chain okay. ring. Okay. Well, so I, on my front, I only have one. Oh. But on the oh, back. Oh, middle on the back. Okay. Yeah. 
So is right, right in the middle. So it was anyways. Made for a good workout then. It was a good workout and my legs were burning, but you're probably flying. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I was taking up the rear and just because we wanted to keep the boys in between us and Jed, her brother, who's a really good mountain biker, he, he, he got up quite a ways ahead of us. And then I was getting sick of trying to start and stop behind the boys because I was right on their tail the whole time. And I'm like, look, guys, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead of you guys for a little bit and we'll, we'll wait for you. And so I catch up to Jed pretty quickly. I'm like, what's going on? Like, this isn't normal. Well, come to find out, I didn't realize Jed, when, when Jed bonks, he bonks. Like They didn't take any food. We didn't take any food on our on And he bread. like totally, my brother eats a lot. Of calories. So he oh, was dying. He was dying. Yeah. And I had plenty of calories to spare. Um, <laughs> and so I was fine. So we, we get a little further ahead of the boys and we find this good rock to stop on. And we wait for the boys to come in. And I told Jed, I said, hey, Jed, these boys are struggling. Like the only way that we're going to pump enough adrenaline in them is if I lie to them and tell them I can see the truck. <laughs> I thought you were going to say lie to them and say you're getting chased by a mountain lion or something. No. no. <laughs> so, so Jed's like, whatever it takes. And so they're coming up to us, towards us and about 20 feet. I start yelling. I'm like, guys, I can see the truck. It's just right up there. And they're like, serious? And so it worked. And they totally got this spike of adrenaline for about a mile. And then they called my bluff. <laughs> like, you didn't see any truck. So they like, like toss you over a cliff or something? No, I just booked it out. <laughs> so. I feel like there's so, a good metaphor in there of sometimes you just need to know that there's a little yeah. bit of hope. Even yeah. if it's false. Even if it's false hope. <laughs> get but, you going. Get you to where you need to be. <laughs> so you can then find some real hope. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Use the false hope to get you closer to the real hope. But I was proud of myself because I, um, right now I'm carrying a little bit more weight than I'd like to. And you and still that's okay. killed it. And um, with one gear. And I made it back to the truck like 10 minutes before everybody else. So I was. I'm I was, proud of you too, Matt. Yeah. I was super tired after that. But it was good. It was a good trip. We bonked. <laughs> yeah, two two new terms that we've learned today. Mechanical. Um, um, no, a mechanical means evidently a mechanical issue, a mechanical problem. <laughs> you can just shorten it and say a mechanical. I didn't know that. Yeah. And bonking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't confuse it with boinking. <laughs> yeah. Bonking evidently is when you run out of steam. Yeah. How did you not know that one? Bonking. Yeah, because no one else uses it but Matt. My dad does. False. He says bonk. Yeah. In terms, you don't, you don't want to bonk. In reference to, you don't want to bonk. I mean, yeah. I can see your dad saying that, but does, does anyone else in the, does anyone besides Matt and Craig say that? Please let us know. Absolutely. Yeah. If anyone this has ever used the word. This is my favorite word... when we say, please let us know, and people actually let us know. It makes me so happy when they're like, I stopped the episode. Yes, I knew this term. No, you guys are someone crazy. Someone please Google it right now in Urban Dictionary. Bonk. Yeah. All right. Ready for my Moab story? Yeah. yeah. So I did a Moab trip also with Jessica's brother and all the men in your family. Men. Yes. <laughs> we did a 100-mile loop. Oh, oh. Whoa. Whoa. White Rim Trail. Ooh, I really want to do that one. It would have been awesome, but it rained a lot. Day one was actually great. We did like 30 miles, camped. 30? 30. That's quite a bit. We were going to do, we were going to camp 
I think we're supposed to do 30 miles a day and camp twice and then be back. So 30 plus miles a day. So basically, were you basically bike camp, like yeah. bike packing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did we do that now that I think about it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you did it and it was raining. Yeah. So the, so day two, so the second day we wake up and we're like, shoot, it's forecast to rain today. Like we better get a move on and like get as far as we can before the rain hits. So we do. We get, we do our 30 miles and half of it in the dumping rain. We are cold. We are sopping wet. Everything is soaked and it's just dumping. So we get to what was supposed to be our campground for the second night. Now, like 60 miles in. And we all cram in the outhouse to have a little powwow of like, how are we going to survive? I think again, yeah, literally, (laughs) literally, like ten of us all crammed. Mean pictures of this. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think Corey might have some. I was gonna say, I'm sure my cousins have some. Send me some pictures. (laughs) And it wasn't all the men in your family. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but it was a bunch of us, and it was your dad and yeah, my brothers. Yeah, but uh, so we're all crammed in there trying to decide: do we actually try and camp here and set up tents, which are already sopping wet in the rain, or do we just keep going? And get the heck out of here back to the truck. Like, it's supposed to rain the rest of the time we're here. And we're like, well, let's just keep going. So we get back on our bikes and keep riding. And it's just like torrential downpour and like flash flooding. At least that's how I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably wasn't really, but like. That's interesting because I just asked asked Jed on this last trip. I said, have you ever been in a flash flood here in Moab? He's like, no. It's like only that one time with Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, but it's been close. (laughs) So the end of this, because we're down in the canyon, so the end of it is switchbacks, like straight up the side of this cliff, and it's this like red clay, which is now mud, like concrete. So you we we rode until we could not ride anymore because our wheels were just caked in red clay, like this big around, and just till till they would not turn anymore. Our wheels stopped turning because there's so much clay crammed between the tires and the frame of the bike. So we then carry our bikes in this slippery concrete-like clay up the side of these switchbacks in the rain. It was so brutal. It was one of those things where like... Jessica's acting like she's never heard this story before. I don't remember this at all. I don't know if any of us told you because it was too traumatizing. (laughs) We probably just got back from the trip and when you said, how was the trip? We all just said, we don't want to talk about it. (laughs) But it literally was one of those, like the hike out was just hours of hiking carrying our mud covered bikes like not speaking to each other not just like literally just hiking and by then it was dark oh yeah yeah i should ask craig and your brother and whoever about this story because i wonder if their memories of it are as dramatic as mine (laughs) (laughs) and next week my dad will be on the podcast to tell the real version (laughs) to be like we did a hundred mile loop it's sprinkled once or twice <laughs> there was no meeting in the outhouse. The only cakes that no, we there ate. really was a meeting in the outhouse. I'm teasing. It was a big outhouse, to be fair. They <laughs> <laughs> had accommodated ten grown men, not comfortably by any means, but was something. So was somebody using the facility as this meeting was going on? <laughs> That's what I keep picturing. Is somebody sitting on the crapper? <laughs> not to my recollection. Okay, good. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyways, what Rob, are we really talking about? Or are we out pretty. of time? <laughs> We're out of time. We are? Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? So you had mentioned encounters with Anne. Yes. Post 
court, court case, case and all that. Yeah, post court case and like how that and looked. like the new agreement. New agreements, new. Yeah, I felt like it was going to be a new life. This is going to be. It, and was it? It honestly has been a it new has. life. It sounds like from our last episode, Jessica said it was already. Like It has been huge. Like going through that whole process has really changed our dynamics in our family. Yeah. And while it's not perfect by any means, it's so much easier than it was. Yeah. So what encounters is. have you had with Anne? So the typical encounters, right? Uh, you have kids' basketball games, soccer games, whatever. Kids' extracurricular activities. You mm-hmm. have the school assemblies. You have all of, you know, uh, what else do we, uh, field trips. And then... Things, just places where you're inevitably yeah, going to going to see the other parent, your ex, your and, co-parent. Yeah, and I feel like because there were boundaries set either by us individually or by the state that we worked through, and we we were okay with the boundaries. Yeah, like we were working through them, and we were following the rules. You um, were complying. We were complying happily. Happily. Yes. Yeah. But obviously, so. Anne really likes to push the limits of boundaries and see how far and what she can get away with. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there were occasions where it was like, look, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not going to have this conversation with you at the school assembly, or I'm not going to have this conversation with you anyways. We didn't go through all of this headache and heartbreak yeah. and expense and time and energy just to budge on what was arranged, right? Just to go back to where we were. Right. Because we learned that this, it wasn't a healthy relationship for anybody involved. And so we were going to try and stick to the boundaries as much as possible. And we have, and we've had to be the ones that reinforce that. And that doesn't come back in our favor sometimes in how we're viewed. And that's something we've just become okay with. Like, that's fine. That's a tough pill that I'm I'm totally willing to swallow. And, And one of the tough pills for me to swallow is, for example, field trips like i would love to have some time to go on some field trips with my kids however if i sign up you always get beat to the punch right i always get beat to the punch and she signs up way faster than i do or she's okay to sign up even though she sees my name on the list and that's where i'm not going to be okay with that i don't want one i don't want to put my kids in the situation where it's awkward for them because honestly, it it is probably going to be a little awkward for them. I was going to ask, 100%. how is it for your kids? How do Hank and Sarah feel when they are in the presence of both of you? Uneasy, from what I gather. I think that there are some times, especially if it's in a public setting, like a big school assembly. I fine. think they're totally fine. Yeah, but if it's more of a, I would consider more of a classroom, a smaller setting. It's pretty intimate. Yeah, and that is where I'm not uncomfortable. And if my kids. Yeah, again. To share one of these experiences. So I have totally stepped back. Like I am not involved in Matt's kids' school at all. I go to events. I go to whatever I can to support them. But I don't go to parent-teacher conferences. I don't engage with their teachers. I'm not on the email list. I'm not. I don't. That's not my. Like I just don't do it because it's been made clear that I'm not welcome there. And that is fine. Like they have two parents that are willing to do that. And that's great. But like there was one thing for signups, like for a Halloween party for Sarah that I realized, oh, this is open. Like Matt can't go and couldn't go. And I was like, I'm going to jump on this. But 
I signed up and it was fine. Like Anne didn't show up and that was, and even if she had, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But I remember walking into the school and I was like shaking because I was so, I didn't realize how nervous I was to go into Sarah's classroom because first of all, what was going to be said about me after and also, what if Anne did show up because I didn't want it to be awkward for Sarah at all. I just wanted to go have fun and support her. And it ended up being fine. But it was like this very real, like it's just tension that comes yeah. out in you and and stress that you don't realize is there until it's like, oh my gosh. Clearly a, a very potentially volatile situation. Like yes. one little thing could go wrong and this could just be a disaster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and so I... And so Matt feels that on a whole nother level because he's their dad and has to engage more with her than I do. Like I right. get to disengage a lot more, but things like that. So are you going to use an example of when this happened, like really I, intensely for you? I would like to know of just some examples where your kids have been present with both of you. Like have there been birthday parties or family events or something where all four of you were present, meaning Matt, you and Anne and the kids? Yeah. I and mean, we will go to basketball games. And I mean, is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I just I just want to know like what is that like for Hank and Sarah? Like, yeah, so <laughs> that type of stuff is fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah, and we they'll talk about some things there. Like if there's things going on in the kids' lives, and they'll both, talk about that. And both kids are really good about like for example, half of the game they'll come sit with with me, and then half the game they'll go sit with with Anne, mm. and they're really good about that. They're very conscious of. And I don't know why it didn't even occur to me that, of course, you two are not sitting together. I was picturing this like one of Penny's no. swim meets no. where you and I are sitting together, Jessica. And we used to. You guys yeah. used to with Anne? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's the norm. If both parents are there, you're not sitting. Yeah, it is together. normal. And that's the thing I've realized more and more is that, you know, it isn't normal that what you and I have, Steve, isn't mm-hmm. normal. Like, usually right. it is more separate or whatever. And that's probably normal for the kids, too, is yeah. both parents are here and they're sitting separately. And yeah, it's fine. One of the biggest examples that I, I mean, in, and times that I'll share was so at the end of each year in sixth grade, our school district does this Y camp thing where they they bus up a bunch of the, all of the sixth graders who want to go up to a camp near uh, where is it? I don't know. It's a couple hours away. A couple hour hours and away. Half. And they just have a big camp there, and they they do a bunch of activities that's really fun. And you know about this at the very beginning of the year, and so. I signed up to go with Hank to Y camp at the very beginning of the year. And because it was on my week, it was on like I scheduled it, was your it week, out. And you as a father get to go stay in his actual cabin because right. they put a couple of adults in each cabin. So that type of thing. Right. And so I was super excited to do, do this Y camp. I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I filled out all the paperwork very beginning of the year. The end of the year comes up and I show up to go to Y camp. Wait, the beginning of the year. So you've been planning this for a long time. For months. months. And this okay. is the day they're leaving mm-hmm. to go the, to Y camp. The day that we are leaving, I've got everything packed. I show up to the school, packed up, ready to go. And Anne has neglected to tell me that she is also going to Y camp. And he found this out as he's looking at the registration to sign in to register himself to go. He sees her name I'm, on. I'm in the school. I'm signing in into the classroom. And I see Anne's name there. And I'm Meaning like, she's already there and already signed in? Yeah. Or, yeah, she's, or she's going. She's, she's going. going. Okay. And so I'm like, what in the world? Like, this wasn't 
discussed. This wasn't said like, oh, I'm also going to Y camp. There was none of that. It was and just, Sarah's not going. Only Hank. Only Hank. Yeah. Okay. And so this was a huge surprise to me. And I had to pull the principal and the teacher aside in a separate classroom. And say what? And I said, hey, look. Because I, I text Fafa. <laughs> His attorney. And I said, hey, here's the situation. I'm not comfortable with this because I've already been through way too much crap. And I'm not going to put myself in a position that anything could be falsely said about me by even aside from all of that scenario that just very recently concluded yeah who of the three of you would be comfortable in that scenario what kid is going to be comfortable if mom and dad who don't get along great both come to on a camping trip yeah it's not like a basketball game that you just referenced where it's comfortable enough that one of you's here one of you you know this was a sit with me for a minute then go sit with mom like yeah what do you do like two nights camp in the tent the cabin with me the first night and then go camp in the other cabin with mom the second night like can't though like that's he couldn't leave his cabin so it's not like he's so like under what circumstances would this have been comfortable for any of the three of you right so this was a three-day two-night event Mm -hmm. and i'm like freaking out like i'm signing in to get on the buses, I was going to actually drive my own vehicle up. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Is Anne there yet? Have you seen her? She hasn't shown oh, up she yet. She hasn't shown up yet. Okay. So Matt and Hank are the only ones there at this point. And you're talking to the principal and the teacher. And, and so I'm talking to the, the principal and the teacher. And I say, hey, look, here's the situation. And they're very well aware of the right. situation. How could they not be at this point? There were so many things that happened. Yeah. And I said, look, you guys know kind of my situation. You know our family dynamics. I was very unaware that Anne was also going on this trip. I had no idea. Nobody had clued me into this. I had no idea. And you wouldn't have thought to ask, I'm guessing, right. based on the scenario? No, because all the conversations were, I've got it's Hank all signed up. Matt's I've, going. Yeah. yeah. Whose official time was it to have? Matt's. It was mine. Okay. And so <laughs> I basically told the principal and the teacher, I said, look, I've talked to my attorney. She's advised me not to go based on past experiences, past history. And so I unfortunately can't go any longer. And I know this probably puts you in a bind because you're probably banking on me to be a chaperone. And I apologize for that, but I can't do this. And they totally understood. They, they were very apologetic and they were, they were like, look, we're sorry. We didn't realize that we didn't realize this was going to have that much of an impact. Was and, there any talk about you going instead of Anne? That, and how would you have approached that? I mean, that I guess, wouldn't have been an option. I didn't want to approach that. No. I didn't. Because it would have required you saying to Anne, hey, I'm going on this, not you. Yeah. Because here's the deal. She's already made it a thing, right? Like she's already said, I don't care that you're going. I'm Dub- going to show double, double middle finger flip off. <laughs> mm. And that this is fine. Like she's... Tr- and. What do you think in her mind she was expecting to happen? Was she expecting the three of you to go and this to go smoothly? Or was she expecting I think she wanted to see how I was going to respond. I think so, too. Hmm. But again, I don't know that for sure. I mean, I have thoughts on it, but I'm not going to put my words into what she was thinking or feeling. I have my own thoughts of what I think she was trying to do and get at, but that's, that's me. I don't really know. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. But these are These are the times can't. that I would love to hear her side of things. And I, yeah. It would just be really interesting to hear what was. But 
but her here's, mindset going into this. And here's the thing, though. And, and I think about this. Yes, there were other chaperones on that trip, right? But which one of these kids also has both their mom and their dad going on this? None right. of them. Right. And I'm like, this is what's not like, look, I'm going to avoid as much drama as possible. And I'm not going to go through with this. And I'm not like, anyways. But this was the sad thing in all of this is Hank is now realizing that Matt had no idea. Yeah, that's yeah. the question. Where is and Hank And he's during all of feeling this responsible for the fact that he didn't tell Matt. That his mom was going. That so his he mom knew? was going. He, he knew. He knew. What did he think about it? Or what was his? So I went in after I talked with the principal and the teacher. I went in to go tell Hank. I said, hey. And, I, and this makes me really sad because I pulled Hank into the same classroom just privately. I said, hey, I didn't realize your mom was coming on this. And if she's going to be going, I can't go. And he just started crying. Oh. Yeah. And that's what really hurt me is that he was, again... This thing that's supposed to be this super fun adventure for him is now a And now he's of, placed in the middle. And as you just said, Jessica, probably feeling some guilt like I... Like, well, and he brought that up to Matt. Of, what he hey, was I, I should have told you, or maybe I was... And Matt was like, this wasn't your problem, bud. Like, yeah. you had nothing to... This wasn't your deal. This isn't because of you. Yeah. This is because of things that have happened and well, just walked so through. So what did you say to him? I reassured him. I said, look... Because he was beating himself up, saying, I should have told you I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't realize that mom didn't tell you. I said, look, dude, it's not your responsibility to tell me what your mom is going to be doing. This is a conversation that your mom and I should have had a long time ago. So do not feel like this is any of your fault. Go have fun and enjoy your time up there. But I can't, I just can't go with you. Did he understand? He understood. But again, it's the hurt and the pain through the tears that you see through his eyes, that that's what killed me. That's what hurt me the most, is knowing that my child was placed in the middle of this parent conversation that should have happened long ago, and he's the one that's hurt. What do you think his takeaway was from this? I have no idea. And the other thing is, like, people could say, oh, well, you could have gone and just made it okay, but... The thing is, if you had gone, more of these situations would have presented themselves throughout the week. Like it would have just yeah. been uncomfortable, gotten increasingly uncomfortable as you especially with like, no so it's plan. Not worth it with no yes. plan of all right. If we're, if we're both going to be there, then you know you go with him to bow and arrow class while I yeah. go with him to wood carving, or right. you yeah. spend this day with him Instead, and I'll camp with it. You spend the first night, I'll spend the second night. Like all of those no conversations, there, all of that would have been having to just wing that would have been happening in front of him. Yeah, that's super and that's stressful not okay. for him. Yeah. So that was a really, that was a really sad, hard Did day. you have discussion with Anne about this? What was your conversation with her? No. Not with that one. There's been discussions why? about. Not, not, why? Like, it, that's, that's where my mind goes is, I can have this conversation and I can send this email of, hey, this is what you did to me. She knows exactly what she did to me. Like, what is the purpose of engaging in that again? So you lost. Right. You can either lose or you can lose again by then having a fight about it. Right. What is that saying? You can be right or you can be happy or something like that. And it really mm -hmm. comes down to that, right? Like, you can sit here and argue about these things and try to prove your point and try to be right. Or you can say, 
this isn't going to be healthy for my kid. This isn't going to be healthy for me. So I'm going to step back and let this play out. Looking back, would you, would you have navigated any differently in your conversations with Hank? No, I don't think so. Again, this is something that totally was a surprise to me. Looking back at it, I wish I would have had more concrete and clear conversations with Anne of, hey, this is this Y camp. I'm the parent and I am the only parent going, correct? I would have asked that question. But again, at the same time, I don't think that would have stopped her from signing up. Yeah. It may have. But we've talked to her about so there's other field trips that this has happened as well that are like all day field trips. And it's on our week. And so Matt goes ahead and signs up because it's our week and then finds out that Anne is going. And it's like a full day thing yeah, again, like where it's not and... like a short thing. And so he says, hey, I'm I'm bowing out. And he has had conversations with Anne about that. And she just doesn't see why it matters. So here's a question. When it comes to field trips, camping trips, things of that nature, does it just whoever the parents' week it is, they're the ones that go on those? Or does that... Well, I could it try depends. and go back to court and have that written in the agreement, but... It, well, and here's the thing is it, it could be in your agreement, which would settle the case right ahead of time. And it could be something that you discuss and like make a firm plan around of, hey, whoever's week it's on, that person has first dibs or whoever, like, let's have a conversation or every other one. But we've tried those things and it has not been reciprocated. Mm. So... Basically, he's let it go. And plus, they're getting to the point where there aren't, and obviously in the last year with Corona, there haven't been any field trips. Field trips. So it's kind of gotten to the point where it's not a, a point anymore. But that is something I would encourage people to put in there. And the teacher is like, and not around this specific thing, but other times when Matt's brought up field trips directly with the teacher, she said, suggested, well, maybe you guys need to say, well, hey, let's do every other one or have a plan before. Right. It almost seems like something that could be treated like a, yeah. like a holiday schedule. Yeah, but it's it's still not really yeah. reciprocated. Like you and I, Steve, we say, hey, here's a field trip. Does one of us want to go? Does one of us want to go? Available? Yeah. Who's available? Who I know, feels I like, I want to go. Yeah. I want to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gone on the ones that you can't. Like, I, like, go. I spend more time with her than you do. But there has there ever been a field trip where both of you are going? Yes, we didn't both. What? And we went to the zoo. Both oh, of us we went. Did. Both of us went to the zoo. But it was with in the a situation graders. where they were not getting parents signed they, up. Yeah, they needed they parents. They needed parents. So, like, we try to give other parents because you do want people to have that opportunity. You don't want to take the opportunity of, you know, there's limited parents that can sign up and both of us sign up. Oh, you don't want to take away the other parents' opportunity to, like, <laughs> enjoy the time on field trips I with don't their know. children? No. Jessica always does, but <laughs> I don't let her. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm trying to remember how that experience all went down. It was fun. Like we had a good time. And I mean, honestly, I'm still of the mindset when we go on these trips that this is about the kid engaging with their classmates and not about them. I mean, it's fun for them to engage with And the screaming goats. And the screaming goats. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, so like you and I basically hung out with the other parents and just walked behind the kids and Penny sat with us on the bus, I think, and... I don't know. I remember we counted while we were waiting outside. We had like to do something to entertain the kids. So we counted the number of missing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Did everyone count how many teeth you've lost or how many teeth you're missing at the moment? It was a lot. Like I'm 47. Sure. <laughs> there were like 11 kids and there like, were 47 yes. missing teeth from those 11 mouths. It was like first grade or And then did something. you start a scavenger hunt like a door of the Explorer? Well, where are those teeth? <laughs> yeah. 
Backpack, backpack. So yes, we have been on, I think, just that one field trip together. We have threatened multiple times since then that we're to both take gonna... all three of us. All three yeah. of us. We've threatened to take all three yeah. of us. And there have been times and we sent And it's funny money. that that made Penny sweat. When uh, she thought we like were this. a little bit serious about all three, <laughs> Jessica, Matt, me, going on a field trip. And she like legit had to be like, how am I going to tell them no to this? Because I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> uh, and like, I do there like sometimes times... that we push the limits of like... I think that's okay. That's Her every company. parent. It is. You it's should fun. push your kid a little bit to get uncomfortable. Right. They're all things we that mostly we're being just supportive do it to of tease her. her but. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this question: Should I have pushed? No. This situation? No, no. definitely not in your scenario. No, because it's the only times much. we've yeah the only times we pushed it it was mostly just because we knew it would push Penny's buttons and we did it in fun. But like, there's not trauma behind it. That's true. There's not trauma behind mine and Steve's relationship with Penny. Yeah, it isn't a source of immediate anxiety or stress when no. she's in the presence of both of us. Yeah. If there has been trauma, like that's trauma. What your kids experienced yep. between you and Anne and all of that whole situation, that adds another level where you have to be more aware of what you're doing. And while you may be accused of not being able to co-parent or not being able to have conversations or whatever, what you're really doing is showing respect for your kids to not put them in those situations when they don't have to be in them. Ding, 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 ding. So and it's yeah. just different. Like we're, like Steve said, we're just messing with Penny and she knows it. Right. And it is, you know, but then she's also done stuff where she's invited and both of you to dads with donuts or things like sure. that because she wants you both And your there. dad. And my dad. <laughs> and also it's, it's, it's fun to like, I don't have a problem with Penny seeing us argue over who gets to go on the field trip with her. Like, it's good for the kid to know both we her both parents want, be want her, want right. time and with her. And it's not that we're arguing about it. We're having discussions and we joke about it in front of her sometimes, but she right. knows it's all done out of love. That There's no underlying Whereas hostility. the message she walks away from is, my, my parents, parents want to spend time with yes. me. And here's what my feeling is. And only the lucky one gets to. (laughs) Yeah. And my feeling and my situation is anytime there's a parent chosen to go on my kid's field trip, it is out of spite. Yeah. It's not out of love. Mm. And that's where, yeah. And it's not, but that's how it feels. That's how it feels. Yes. So it's just a different situation. Are you saying that it, like, you feel like your kids will choose Anne to go on a? No. No. I guess I am. He's listen. saying whoever signs up, oh, okay. it's done out of spite to spite the other parent. Mm, gotcha. Oh, yeah. When it's not, so but that's I joke, how it feels. Okay. I joke whenever I get a sign up sheet emailed to me from my kids' teachers, I joke with, oh, I got to get to it in 0.2 seconds so I can sign up first. Mm. You know, and that's a terrible feeling. Like, that's, that's not how it should be. Right. Anyways, it shouldn't be, uh, this will stick it to my ex. Right. It should be, uh, This is going to be awesome with my kid. Yes. And so that's, yeah. And if, and if the time does arise where she can't go and we've realized that, like Matt will then jump in. Mm -hmm. But he always, I mean, we've kind of just allowed that to be the the norm is that we don't want them to be put in that situation. Right. And even if Matt can't go, sometimes I'm like, well, I want to go. Like I said, with the whole Halloween party or whatever it was I showed up to, like that was an opportunity that was like, oh, I could do that. And get to connect with the kids that way. When I know I'm not imposing on anybody else's territory, right? Right. But, yeah. What is Dads with Donuts with Dads called now? 
They changed the name twice. They've changed it like five times because they're trying to be more inclusive. I don't it know. Just, then that's what I was thinking about right now is that Donuts with Dads was this thing 20 minutes before school starts. It's probably something like Sweets with Peeps or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it is because to think about it, Penny could have taken me. She could have taken you. She could have taken... She At some point, she wants to take your dad, Matt. Yeah. Did, she, she wants to include everybody. She wants to take Gramps or your yeah. dad, Jessica. And she's taking but my dad to a couple But they changed the name because there were kids who... It made him sad that they didn't have a dad to take to yeah. Donuts with Dad. Penny had four to well, choose from. Well, there's Muffins right with here. Moms. <laughs> there was Muffins with Moms. And now they've just tried to make it more all-inclusive, which yeah. is awesome. Sweets with Peeps. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Matt's naming it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they call it something like that now. Yeah. It, it oh, is just I think a... they changed it to Donuts with Dudes. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Because okay. it was like, bring a... Dude. Person. Your brother, person. your friend, your yeah. And they have said, dad, like, your... hey, if you don't have a dude to bring, bring... Whoever. A dudette. A dudette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these are some of the things that are very real in step parenting and co-parenting that you just have to yep. learn to navigate. We're still navigating through them. Of course. A hundred percent. Because this year, maybe, Sarah is going to Y Camp. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing Y Camp at the end of the year. If she is, what will you do differently? Nothing. He won't sign up. <laughs> well, and honestly, well, I, I feel like, you know, I can't it's, be in the same bunk with her. He can't be in the same bunk with Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. So, I mean, her mom might as well go and be the one <laughs> right. to sign up, right? Yeah. Makes more sense. Right. Yeah. I was going to say something to tie us all up. And now I feel I can't like this is a long us. episode. Just say, all right. All right, guys. Actually, actually there's one, th- one other thing noted on this particular topic. And this was text Jessica. Yeah. What is that? Like, why, why do we have that noted? Well, encounters with Anne. I, so I don't have very much engagement at all with Anne at this point. I'm cordial. Which I feel like is pretty intentional, right? Oh, yeah. I will say hi and those things, but I definitely don't engage. And But occasionally, I will get a text from her. And usually, they're not nice or they're calling me out for something she feels I've done wrong. And this does not happen very often. But people, I, and the only reason I include it is because I think so often we feel like we have to respond or, oh, I need to defend my side of things. And I just go in and delete them. And because I don't want to dwell on it, I don't want to be tempted to respond. I don't want to bring out a side of myself or a side of her that damages our relationship anymore. And so so, so I she'll send you texts, mm-hmm. angry texts. Calling me out. Mm-hmm. On and what kind of things? Something I just didn't do right or something I said. Like I said, it does not happen very often, but it's happened a few times. And I just, I've told Matt and I let him read them and then I just delete them because there is no point in engaging. But what are some of the things Steve really wants to know? (laughs) I'm not going to bring them up. Okay. (laughs) It's not. But again, it's It's just petty. it's, Mm. It's not worth, it's not worth it to say things about her that she's doing. You know, i let me ask you this. Is she ever justified in feeling that way? Were they ever things where you actually did overstep bounds or say or do something inappropriate? Or In her mind, yes. And so then that's real for her. Because I feel and like there could be two things here. Maybe it's an, an issue that actually should be addressed. No. And she's just they're not doing it in a way that's not effective communication or there, there are actually points that just not. No. There are points that aren't valid. If you were to respond, what would you say? If I were to respond to something like that, it would be, hey, I'm I'm sorry you feel this way, and I appreciate 
your feedback. Like that's, and I, but then I know I would get another text back. Yeah. And I don't want to go there because the more I engage, the more upset I'm going to get, right? The more mm-hmm. hurt I'm going to get and the angry I'm going to be at her. And there's no point in me being angry at her. So I don't engage. And I feel, I mean, I, and like I said, I say this because I hear so many people and they're like, well, I have to defend myself. I have to do this. I have to say my side of the story. I'm like, no, you don't. Delete it and move on. It's not worth it. And nine times out of 10, if you do that, it's going to drive them even more crazy that you <laughs> actually did that. Yeah. Hmm. It's just these frustrating. types of people, they just want to have the last word. So, and if you respond back to them, they're not going to stop. It they're fuels gonna, a fire, yeah. right? Mm. For everybody that doesn't need to be fueled. And so I just won't, I won't go there. And that's infuriating for Penny, but it, or for people. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> get Penny involved in I was this? Just, my brain was continuing on because Penny has learned this, that she doesn't have to engage. She doesn't have to, when she's feeling threatened or when somebody's pushing her to like say, hey, well, you did this and you did this or whatever it is. And she knows that she was okay and that it's not something she needs to have a conversation around. She will disengage and walk away. And I've expressed to her how proud I am that she can do that because there is no point. Sometimes you engage sometimes, but it's something that I'm proud of her for learning and that it's hard to learn. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to say your side of the story. It doesn't always lead to anything productive or good. Yeah. And honestly, Steve, I don't know that I can remember specifics of the texts. She deleted them right away. <laughs> because I won't dwell on them. And I don't want to hold on to those things. I mean, there's obvious issues with our relationship, right? Like, I'm, I will not deny that. And, but I can at least negate how much negativity I feel, right? towards her and that's what i want i don't want to always feel negative about about Anne. i don't i want to hold on to as much positive i can in that relationship yeah so cool so yeah that's uh basically how the encounters with Anne go even to this day yeah it's still the same and we've got how often do you guys interact not very often well matt not very often at all how often is that so, I mean, I, other than a I dropped wave off the kids. from car to car as kids get out of your car and get in hers and vice versa. Yeah. And sometimes there's a wave. Sometimes there's not. And she'll try to engage. And Matt, you know, you need to send me an email about that. Yeah. Is his main response. Can, can you send me an email about that? Yeah. The last time I had a phone conversation with her was when I was quarantining. How long ago? When was I had Corona. It was yeah, the it was beginning like of four November. Ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it was That's, it was a good reminder of I how why I never have phone conversations with her, yeah, ever, mm-hmm. and it made me put up the boundary again of the only time I have phone conversations with her is if it is an actual emergency, mm-hmm. or if he's been given a heads up of hey, this is what I need to talk to you about. This is why I need to talk to you about it now, because otherwise it can be said in an email. Yeah. Yep. So smart. That's basically the last time I. Had a conversation with her. Well, that seems like a win. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. It's just our reality. And I I find myself saying that a lot now, Matt. At work, (laughs) anytime we have a meeting, a Zoom call, a meeting, a huddle, we start with what are the wins? wins? Yes. And that's a great way to start out. That sounds like a win. (laughs) If you're in my course, ring the bell. 
<laughs> well, and if you're in my course or my Facebook group, I talk about celebrating your wins well, because Steve, you hope, need to celebrate those. I hope that those. it's changed your life for the good. It, it is one of my favorite things about our company culture is... We look for the wins. Yeah. And we focus on And literally any time we start a meeting, a conversation or whatever to talk about anything, it starts with, what are the wins? What are we doing right? What are we celebrating right now? It's cool. It's yeah. a great mentality. It's a great mentality for life, man. Look for the wins. Yep. They're there. Sometimes they're hard to find, but man. They're there. <laughs> and it's, find them. And relationships at work that have some aspect of tension to them just because I need things from them, they need things from me, and we're doing our best, but sometimes we're falling short of what the other needs. Just starting by talking about what's going well, always like just Calms kind of, it balances it It reminds out. you yeah. that there are good things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. Steve, work was, and in life. I was going to say, I feel like this is honestly one of the reasons you always liked our relationship and still do is because I like focusing on wins. Mm-hmm. You always told me that, oh, I wish I was, I wish I was better at that. And you are, you're good at that. But maybe it took some time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Don't forget to sign up for my birthday party. And if you have any questions. <laughs> I just wanted to see that face. <laughs> and if you have any questions kidding. about what we've discussed on this podcast, yes. submit them and we can talk to you live. <laughs> on Thursday night. There we go. And if it's Start. not this week, we can do them next week. So just submit them whenever you get here. Send us a DM. Send us an email. Whatever. I've gotten better about saving them. Sorry, Steve wants to say something. Start with your wins. Start with your wins. Tell us a win and then ask your questions. Seriously. Maybe it's corny, but I'm going to say it. Share your wins with us. Share your relationship wins with us. We want to hear your wins. It's not corny at all. I think we, as human beings, we thrive off of other people and seeing other people win. And we love hearing when someone has felt or found some good from anything our podcast has that's caused them to think about or look at differently or anything. So share your yeah. wins. That's like why them. we're here. And Boom. that's why we keep going. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. I like that reminder. We're going to end on that. Boom. Thanks, Boom. Steve. Awesome. Have a good week, y'all. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 